Hello guys, welcome to the Humble Talk podcast. It's your one and only Mr. Will I Am. Actually, it's Will I Be because Will I Am is taken by somebody named Will I Am. You were first. More fame. Yes, I was the first, first Will I Am. <laughs> yes, as you know, as I always say, software engineer, enjoy the family, simple life with hobbies and scooter now. And the partner in crime, the Nigerian. <laughs> you started it. You yeah, started yeah, it. Yeah, We've yeah. never started uh-huh. a podcast. Mm-hmm. I just started it again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, guys, as always, uh, since we decided that we, we're always going to do an introduction, uh, the name's Smart. You can call me Smarticus. And of course, you can call me Smart the Speaker as well, because as we all say, I probably talk too much. But yeah, you so in, t- <laughs> in terms of uh, profession, I work as a financial crime analyst mm-hmm. and uh, I'm an ex-professional football player, now playing semi-pro. Amateur, uh-huh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> as well as um, I enjoy listening to podcasts, audiobooks, um, tie boxing and again, uh, spending time with a girlfriend, of course. Girlfriend, you always have to throw that in there, otherwise he knows he's in trouble when he goes back home. <laughs> keep it sweet, keep it sweet. <laughs> All right, so as you can hear here in the background, we have a guest today, and it's because of today's topic. So I will let the guest introduce himself, and then I will go on to discuss what today's topic is. This is the one and only Luke I am. And <laughs> <laughs> I am actually Will's brother-in-law, and yeah, just moved back to Scotland from America, where I was living for six years with my wife, who is American, and... That was sort of the inspiration for the theme of this episode was indeed what we have to say about the differences in the UK and in Scotland. I am a 3D animator for film and um, advertising and TV. Wherever people want me, I'll animate. And I've had experience working both cultures and it's been interesting, to any, say the least. Any interesting hobbies? Um, I jump around with hobbies. Right now it's chess, but... I'm obsessed with chess. I play every single day. <laughs> but you ask me this question in a year from now, I'll say something else. And okay. I get very obsessed with certain hobbies or topics or games or sports. And I I, I keep playing it until I get sick of it and move on to the next thing. So fair enough, fair enough. yeah, right yeah. now it's chess. But then also uh, I'd say football has been a recent one as well. Mm-hmm. He's also yeah. an amateur. I'm also an amateur, just like you. I'm an amateur. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're actually the same level. <laughs> so yeah, just same amateur football and <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then yeah, running as well has been another one. But I'm an amateur runner. <laughs> an amateur chess player. So plenty of amateurs or two amateurs in the room today. <laughs> yeah. So today's topic is UK versus the US. From life experience, Fight. obviously. So, Mr. Smart has lived in the US. And obviously, Luke has also lived in the US. And obviously, have different opinions of the US. So, I thought we make for it. And I think it's worth noting, we don't want to get political. That's not the point. Yeah, this. no, no, yeah. it's not. It's nothing to do with politics. So, we'll try and not make it about politics. Because yeah. I do have views on that, but let's not. It's, yeah. it's, it's almost strictly just based on, like, experiences and mm-hmm. obviously preferences. and Yeah. So, so I actually have been avoiding asking you this because I, jo- I only met Smart today, but we keep saying the same for the podcast. But what yeah. was your experience in America? I'm going straight into it, Will. I'm going yes. straight into it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's start. Not I want to know how. Do, we... do, you want, do you want a general summary or we can kind of start by, say, subtopic? So I was going to say um, going to collegiate life. So your experience 
Now we can go straight into it, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think explaining how you got there. And yeah. yeah. Same oh, okay, with me. Okay, I can okay, explain okay. that too because I didn't explain it. All right, cool. All. So let me start off. So when I was uh, about 18, I decided, actually, you know what? I'd love to play football or soccer mm-hmm. and study to the highest level. It's football, not soccer. Football. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Okay. Listen, UK listeners, I apologize. I yes. can't believe I've just done you that. Better <laughs> <apologize>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You but better yeah, apologize. So, so I decided, Amateur. like, I decided I would love to play football to the highest level that i can and of course study as well because that's what um that's what you do mm-hmm. yeah the option to study and of course play football at the same time wasn't something that was readily available uh, available in scotland mm-hmm. you sure to my understanding anyway or was he just not good enough for scotland so yeah <laughs> maybe that as well maybe that as well that's but fine. anyway that's okay yeah but anyway so i started like looking for ways to obviously yeah. um do that and then someone said to me oh yeah why don't you look at getting a scholarship i was like oh a scholarship were you looking specifically into america no you're just anywhere you could do that yeah yeah just as if you get a scholarship obviously they'll pay for it so yeah of course but then, were, you, were you did you have your sight set on america nah, not somewhere? really no. because i was just like okay i just want to get a scholarship so the interesting thing is when i typed in how to get a scholarship into google google yeah it came up it came up and one of the first things that came up was you can get a scholarship to America. So, mm-hmm. of course, I clicked on the link. That link took me to another link and so on and so on. And then I started exploring the possibilities. And then final, I signed up to an agency, yeah, um, like a talent scouting agency. And then you had a trial game. Yeah, trial game. Yeah. yeah. So trial game, played a few trial games. They then clip it up. All over here in, in Scotland. In the US. Yeah. Oh, you went over there? Did you play the trial games here? No, no, no. The trial game yeah, is yeah, yeah. based in oh, like okay. in... in in Scotland, and then the idea is that they then clip it up, mm-hmm. all your clips, mm-hmm. put it together, put it on your website, okay. and then the coaches, they've got obviously connections with coaches in America, and then the coaches, then if they're looking for a specific player profile, they'll just go on your website, have a look, and then... So then they, they saw you. Yeah. So then I know in the American system, the what you're getting a scholarship for, the sport, is completely unrelated to what you're studying. So did, did you study something random? Yeah, so while I was in Scotland, my undergrad was in sports coaching. So initially, mm. when it came to getting a scholarship, I thought, okay, you know what? They asked me, what would you like to study? I thought, okay, I'll do my MBA in sports management. Trying MBA? To I, I thought since you were Nigerian, you were going to do tax evasion. <laughs> <laughs> you started again. It's only taking me three minutes. It's only taking me three minutes. But yeah, so <laughs> um, decided to do uh, my MBA in sports management. and Okay, so and it was linked. Yeah. Okay. So it's I've linked, heard some people doing some completely unrelated yeah, thing, yeah. but they're just there for the scholarship. But yeah. all right, you were linked. Yes. All right, I mean, I've got nothing controversial to say about this. I'm like, that sounds great. Good for you. You've got a nice scholarship. You got a little holiday in America for a few years and then yeah, <laughs> came so, back. So to take, it back to, you, to take it back to yourself, Luke, how did you yeah. end up in America? I mean, mine was way less planned than yours was. <laughs> I had no idea I was going to end up there. I went over for uh, one summer. I had a job there for three months. I, just, I was at uni studying... Um, what was I studying? Sport, I, so I changed degrees. But yeah. I, at first I was studying... Um, sports science sports or something science. I hated it I did it for two years at Strathclyde in Glasgow I don't know why I was doing it that's a whole other story Yeah. quit went back to uni <laughs> to do uh, animation which is what I do now and I went just had those summers off in between unis uh, semesters and everything and I thought I want to do something I want to work somewhere looked up Camp America okay. which was just like a yeah. camp counselling job I'd done yeah. camp counselling before in England 
and it was just like a good excuse to go away for three months and yeah yeah have a job overseas and then come back anyway ended up meeting taylor my now wife there that was about 10 years ago and met her when we were over there so i came back after three months and then every few months we'd i'd go to her she'd come to me in scotland while i was studying at uni mm-hmm. she'd come visit and i'd go visit her did that for a while and then at the end of our un- my undergrad she was also just finished her undergrad in america okay we found a master's program that actually did a master's in both of what we did um she does she's a therapist for kids with autism and um, we found a university in wales that did both her degrees so we both moved there for a year to be together and do a master's degree after that nice. it was like last option is just yeah. we moved to america so i just moved back to america with her and we just figured it out and we were already engaged by then as well so we thought we're just gonna get married when we're over there and was you engaged genuinely or was it for a green card you know what's funny is when 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 because i thought it was only Ghanaians that do that <laughs> hey, hey, well, hey. well it's funny because hey. when w- where you where you hear where i end, I end up on american American culture is we're coming back to Scotland for a reason so <laughs> yeah. It, yeah yeah fair enough fair enough okay. fair enough all right thanks for the introductions uh, how you both ended up in the US so yeah let's go with UK versus US let's start with collegiate life so smart you've lived a collegiate life Luke your missus lived a collegiate life and mm. obviously she's kind of discussed the experience with you so smart what was your collegiate life and how would you compare it to the to the UK. Oh, it's the best thing ever. Really? Yeah, it's it's, it's the it's, it's the best it's the best thing ever. What, what? From my experience, it was the probably the best years of my life in terms of the student athlete life is is amazing. In the sense of it teaches you so in my opinion anyway, it mm-hmm. teaches you so much. It teaches you so much because it links back to to life in general. So for talking sake the whole idea of work hard, play hard. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if you are not performing as an athlete, mm-hmm. so if you're not performing as a student, then you can't play as an athlete. I understand. Okay. So, based on that, again... The and there's pres- no way around it or there's no see few things that coaches can do. Yeah, there's can, certain ways, of I've course. I've watched enough American football documentaries yeah. <laughs> to know that. Of course, but then that's the thing about life, though. Like, okay. there's always something that can be done if you know the right people. So okay. <laughs> let's okay. not pretend that that's not the case. But I think just looking back, it taught me so much that it still sticks with me now, just in terms of, like, what we we're talking about earlier on, about being disciplined, um, wanting something, going after it. But again, that balance of trying to juggle a full-time education, do my MBA, but also mm-hmm. be a full-time athlete. And then, of course party life as well so so i know that was the main one i was waiting so, for that yeah. so of course when i then look back to my time during my undergrad in scotland you, you almost just kind of went to university and then yeah. went to your class and then went home yeah like my, my i mean honest i i am in agreement with you that like american university system is like it's like what you see in films it's yeah. like it's like it's not far off yeah and it is like I was studying at Cali in Glasgow at the same time. Wild Taylor was at this like incredible, uh-huh. like campus, and like not it wasn't the only it wasn't a private campus, but it was like in the middle of nowhere. So it was just yeah. those students were the only ones there, in South Carolina, and it was just oh. this beautiful like the yeah. weather was amazing. They had this like fountains, the architecture was incredible, and I was going and seeing this like grey buildings in the middle of Glasgow. Like admittedly, not a very good university. I mean, I didn't like it very much, 
and didn't get a great education. I feel like I taught myself most of the things I was supposed to learn at Cali. But I think but it's seeing right. what she was experiencing and with the like, the I mean, there's a whole Greek life thing as well, which is another whole yeah, topic. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like the, yeah, like she would go to like full like football games, but it would be like a whole stadium, and they're all yeah. just college, and like you go to see yeah, a Cali yeah, yeah. football team play, and it's just like the man and the dog. You yeah. know, I've I've got. <laughs> Dog. I had a chance to actually go to my, do my third year <laughs> with a, a university in Los Angeles because when you do psychology in the third year in Sterling, you can actually do it or mm-hmm. paid for. You can do it in the US and I chose not to. Of course you will. Be- <laughs> <I> just, <to laughs> fair, of course wait, you will. Listen, listen, listen. I didn't have the money because I, 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 look I, look, I was looking after my, my own self and everything else. But looking back, because one girl went and she loved it so much that she came back, did a fourth year, went back to the US, found a college that would do the, the masters. Yeah. So it's and, like, and yeah, so I thought, okay, yeah. it's probably a regret of mine, and also the opportunity not to do one of those come Americas. I also also regret that. It's, it's right. I, it feels like a rite of passage, which I, know, I, I missed is. out on. Right, right, right. And you can't do it later in life. It's kind yeah, of you do it at a certain time in your life, and then if yeah, you haven't done yeah, it, yeah, you don't yeah. do it. But then I would okay. just push back on the American college thing. Do you think it's only that good? I mean, it is only that good because it's all, all like education in America is like almost a privilege to get to, because it's all private. It's all yeah. like ridiculous money to get your kid into college. If you're not getting a scholarship, which is a vast majority of the students there, they have wealthy parents, they have wealth. Somehow they're getting into I these schools and they are ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm at Cali for free getting an education that it, in the global scale is this an equivalent to yeah, yeah. not yeah. necessarily always the case. Obviously if you, yeah, if yeah. I have a degree from Cali and someone else has an animation degree from Cal arts in California, they are going to be incredible artists and work at Pixar. But still I have a degree of an, an animation and I'm doing very well in animation or whatever, yeah, but yeah. like there is parallel and it was free, completely free for me and it completely accessible to anyone who lives yeah, here yeah. can go to uni. It's not a, it's like a right that you have to go to uni, especially Scotland it's not the case everywhere, but I know in Scotland it's free, but in America it's like, of course it's going to be amazing. They have yeah. trillions yeah, 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 of dollars yeah. getting and pumped into like the system. And you pay like 50,000 pounds yeah. a year yeah. or something. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, Fair yeah. enough. I completely hear that. However, what I would say is that obviously in Scotland we're quite fortunate that um, education is yeah. free, university yeah, yeah, yeah. is free. Definitely. But then just across the board, Archie, if you go to England, mm-hmm. right? They pay for nine grand, nine grand a year, yeah. and everybody's up in arms. Nine well, grand a year is nothing. Yeah, but hold on, hold nine on. Nine grand a year is not life if debt. If it used to be two, three grand, I know, I know, I know. Nine. But, but nine on. grand a year is not life debt. But it's then, not, hold, it's, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. They pay, and even though they pay, I cannot think it compares to the experience. Forget yeah, the education that obviously mm-hmm. you're getting um, for the degree and so on. But I'm talking the experience. You've just said yourself in terms of what you see in American movies, it's not far mm. off. Like, I mean, it, like, it completely falls in line with the American way of life. American is just capitalism on steroids. So it's like, yeah. it makes sense that their education is privatized. Yeah. It's full of money and it's like, it's a business. It's like a big show they're putting on. And it is amazing. You are getting an amazing experience, but it's just like at the cost of lots of people who don't get it. People okay. who don't get educated, right. people who don't so get... In that case, then... Great that, people who get it, I get that, but lots of people that don't. That segues well into the next, then. So you finished yes. college, and then you move into the, the working life. So let's discuss the working culture, right? Because when Luke said about capitalism and steroids, you had a bit of a twitch. Yeah, what was that about? You had a bit of a... <laughs> excited, smile. excited, excited. You had a bit of a Nigerian twitch, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> the old Nigerian twitch. 
course. So I thought, okay, that brings us well into the 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 working culture. So I know you didn't work there, but you you have family members who work there, and you've been to visit them, and you kind of sense their lifestyle they're living and their working culture. So you, smart. Yeah, 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 of course. I think yeah. in terms of like the working culture, they see the American dream for a reason, and I think. It goes back to obviously what you're saying about capitalism on stories. And mm-hmm. I think from the people that I know that's there, I look at it and I'm like, actually, the so-called American dream in terms of living a luxurious life or having a nice house, mm-hmm. whatever, I see it through them and I'm like, oh, wow, this person is actually living mm-hmm. the American dream. So on that basis, I'm like, oh, yeah, I would actually like to live that dream as well. I don't know where I stand and what I'm about to say, but I'm interested to ask you. Where, what, so first of all, I'd say, what do you consider the American dream? But also, what do you think you can't achieve in the American dream that you couldn't achieve here? Or you can achieve in the American dream that you couldn't achieve here? So I think you can achieve it here. So You can. Let me break it down. I think you can achieve it here. However, I do believe that to achieve it here, you need to work twice or three times as hard. That's where I think I don't know. If I, I know what you mean, and I think it probably m- at certain levels is true, but there's also another side of it that I don't think is... I think the side, and I think we also spoke about this a little bit earlier, I'll just say off mic, but this idea that like if you work hard and hard, you get in America, you somehow that awards you or rewards you the American dream. That's not true. Like There is this culture in America that is like people who never get out of this poverty line of like, you can work two jobs. You could have, you know, you could be a cleaner by day and then at nighttime you're a carer for an elderly in some home and you're making pennies and you're working harder than most people who are at the top. In fact, all people at okay. the top. And you're not ever going to get this American dream. You're just going to scrape by. So I fully understand what you mean. But again, when I say work hard, it's all relative in terms of obviously what, what you're doing, what you're working hard towards. So let me give an example, right? Just a basic example. When I was in America, during mm-hmm. the summer months, um, I was doing coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, off, off college and so on. So I was doing one-to-one coaching. So I remember specifically coaching a young girl. And in terms of, obviously, um, charge, it was I thought it was reasonable to charge $30 per hour. Because me thinking, if I was in the... Where are you? You're, in, a, you're, in, you're in Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. yeah, Ohio. So I'm thinking, okay, if I was in the UK, yeah. I would most likely charge £30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and and thirty pounds, real. You're laughing because thirty yeah. pounds would be seen as very, very steep. It is steep, right? <laughs> okay, but while I was there, and um, I met, I met the girl's mom. I told her, "Oh yeah, it'll be thirty dollars." She was absolutely flabbergasted. She was shocked. She was like, "But you have to remember, she's thinking about healthcare." No, but then exactly. hold on, but then hold on, hold on. Yeah, Let me finish. Yeah. Let me finish. She was shocked that I was only charging. Thirty dollars, but but you're not taking into account average salary in Ohio. You're not taking into account rent prices in Ohio. You're not taking. I know those numbers can be numbers. You can do thirty to yeah. thirty pounds it, and thirty dollars sounds like the same thing, but the cost of living is probably also very different. But, and you was living on Compass as well, hold so on, hold and on. with a scholarship. Hold on, no, yeah. no, no. At this stage, I was off. Like I was just. You were in the student bubble still. No, I was still going around Ohio at this stage. I wasn't living okay. in, in campus because it was like off season. But okay. then the thing is, she specifically asked me, is £30 enough? Are you sure? And then at that moment, I'm like... $30. Yeah, sorry. $30. And at that moment, I'm like... Yeah, like... But that was, that was... Hold on, hold on, hold on, okay. hold on, hold on, hold on. I was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Because, again, I'm thinking, 
Yeah. UK, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. your bad in the first place. It's a weird oh. thing to just translate dollar to pound no, and say the same on. thing. But then hold on, hold on. And then it then turns out that the same service, obviously coaching one-to-one hour, mm-hmm. I was speaking to a few people about it. I was like, oh, yeah, smart. Uh, that's like, I, I know this is a unique situation, but then there's like, oh, yeah, smart. That, that pays about $60, $70 per hour minimum if you're coaching. And that's why she was probably asking you that. Oh. Yeah, but, then, yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. If you don't know the cost of rent, you don't know the cost of... You know the cost of living, then that means nothing. If yeah. rent is double the price in Ohio, then it, that means nothing. Which I will say it is. Okay. Because I've moved from an area where we've come into Glasgow. I am admittedly making a lower salary than I was over there. But my rent is also half. My f- cost of living is half. I don't pay for health care. I don't pay for anything. And just... I've seen your rent and I'm like, that's... Exactly, yeah. yeah. Wow, so you okay. think what over double that is and I was paying that. Yeah. But again, my salary was more. It's all relative. And it's yeah. just like, it's once the numbers all go up, it doesn't mean that you're making more money. It just means you're, you're the numbers are bigger. Yeah. But not, okay. you have to then but consider... But let's not deviate. We're talking about working culture. Yeah. Let's not move okay, into okay. finances okay. here. So I'm talking the, about the overall package. Okay, so so, so oh, what I'd like to hear is also, especially from you, Lucas, like whether like holidays. Over here, we take for well, granted exactly. that every work would give you at minimum 25 days holiday. Yeah. And then you said in America, it's like two weeks. And I was like, Two weeks is no. Two possible? weeks is not... Two, Ten days is the number. Ten days is the like uh, average... If you ten, imagine you had 10 days off a year to do whatever you want. You've got family to see someone sick. You have to go and visit someone. You have, you've got 10 days and that's your allowance for the year. After that, you're not getting paid for it. And if you're even lucky if you get it off in the first place. Yeah, but then again, again, if you're not getting paid for it, then is okay, like I would like to say if you're not getting paid for it, then you're not getting paid for it. But I'd like to think there's other opportunities that you could be but 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 there's also a scenario where they don't let you take it off. If, if you don't have any PTO, they call it pay time off. If you don't have any PTO, it means no time off. It means... No, you've done. You've used up your PTO. You're not getting more time off. That's how it goes. Yeah. Okay. Ten days a year. So that's like inhumane. This is where <laughs> you have more than that, and just like I hurt my leg. I mean, you have sick days, which are five days maybe. But then there's it's that's I know I know some people probably listen to this if they are American have some incredible job or whatever. I'm talking about averages here and talking about you know some people do have incredible PTO yeah, yeah. and they can negotiate all that. But yeah. I'm talking about the average for the nation is generally about ten days a year. Compared to the average here, which is about a month off, which is... I guess that's where I don't... Because I don't really... I've not really worked there, worked there. I can't yeah, really... Yeah. Well, this is much, but however, however, in terms of friends that I do have, I see them taking holidays all the time. They're probably very wealthy and doing very well. Well, we live in but, the American so, dream. No, okay. So this... Okay, great. No, no, no. This is a good point. The point I feel like is when I was over there, I was... Taylor and I were actually doing quite well. We were both in careers that we have... We were very comfortable and had a very nice place, and we were doing well. We weren't considered among the like people who are struggling. But it's knowing you're part of a system where you're really benefiting from something where like it's screwing so many people over. Whereas coming to Scotland feels like you're looked after, no matter who you are, no matter what you're earning, you're looked after to a very human, a a human minimum, level. Yeah, yeah. A minimum, your yeah. human yeah. basic needs are covered, like health and like your a shelter over your head. All these things are just like, they're there to support. I know that people in Scotland will complain about certain things. If you live yeah, here, you're going to complain yeah, about it. Of course, it granted, everyone course, does. Uh-huh. But going away and then seeing that like, oh, that's in another culture like America. Like, yes, if you like are lucky enough to have a certain opportunity to get a certain blah, blah, blah. And again, I'm careful not to say if you work hard enough because I don't agree with that. But if you're given certain opportunities and you are able to get out of this poverty line in America... Yeah, you probably are able to take more holidays and loads of whatever, but like just the, yeah. the vast majority of people are just in this perpetual work, yeah. work, work, and do nothing else. And 
working like the minimum wage job is not enough to pay rent. You then have to have some side hustle, and all it's doing is keeping yeah, you a yeah, zero yeah. and not. It's I don't know. So that's my issue with it. Yeah. I know there's this romanticization of the American dream, and you can yeah. you can hustle, and hustle doesn't always have anything to do with it. I've, no, but then sometimes like again, like what's the ceiling that you're feeling you're experiencing here? That was my question that originally was like. If yeah. you can't get the American dream here, why? What's stopping you getting the American dream here? Of course, if you can, and um. But what's stopping you here? Why do the f- American dream? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah why? Fair, why? <laughs> what are you getting a little bit of Niger, but you're living. <laughs> to be you're fair, living. that's my point. No, okay, like, but to be fair, I'm, I'm, I'm heading in that direction. But what, what I do tend to feel. You want to get there faster. No, it's, it's not faster. I think you want, what I do. You want tend- the weather? No, no, that's not even that. To be honest, because <laughs> the weather's good. I'll Scotland say that. Scotland when it comes to like the weather. But I think what I would say is that what I feel again. I could be wrong here. It's just obviously my own experience. I feel as if, for example, again, you can talk about numbers, relative, and, and mm-hmm. so on and so on. I feel as if to be the job I do here yeah. in Scotland, yeah. if I was doing it in America, yeah. I'll be getting paid double. You would. But your rent would be double. Right. Your healthcare would be very expensive. You, had, you have and to pay then, for college. Okay, so that's a, good, se- that's a good segue into the next topic then. The next topic is healthcare. But you finish... From there, and yeah. then Luke, you can respond from the cost perspective that, of that, sure. including healthcare. Yeah, I'll be getting paid double. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I know what Luke is saying in terms of obviously, well, it's all relative, your your, your, your rent will be double, blah, blah, blah. But then what I've come to realize, again, speaking to friends who live over there, that's not always the case. Like what? Like you're saying, obviously, it depends on where you live. Based on yeah. where you live, cool, mm-hmm. you could be getting, but most of the, the places that I've looked at in terms of regardless just, of you're saying regardless of location in the US yeah, you, just, you still be getting double yeah, just, roughly just generally speaking where I've, I've typed in mm-hmm. uh, AML analyst or financial crime analyst and so on and double but it's just that's, that number means nothing if you don't know expenses okay like so and, and again it's difficult it does feel like you're making more money and obviously America is the wealthiest country in the world so probably true but my point was also it just feels like you're living this culture where so many people are being screwed over by the system okay but then we're not talking about i am though no, i am feeling like let's, the, mor- let's, the moral let's move into the he- he- let's move into health and it's not even health like, yeah i mean we'll basic, talk about healthcare yeah. healthcare is absolutely like the so we take it a, a lot for granted absolutely. we complain about the nhs let we me just give about a, yeah yeah we moan about um what is it like the amount of tax we pay yeah, of course yeah we moan about but you're paying waiting, that tax in waiting, america as well you're just manually paying and stuff like that so yep, yep, you yep, tell yep, us yep. okay no i think a good summary of the american healthcare system mm-hmm. people don't know what it is and they hear about it you probably don't know how bad it is to the average person and what how much you're actually paying in healthcare. okay just forgive some rough numbers out there you could easily, in a very common job, be paying. Um, okay, so how it works is you basically pay a monthly amount to have healthcare. Okay. So you pay a certain amount. Let's just say a very normal amount would be like four hundred dollars a month. To me, that's quite high. That's high. Okay, and that's that's and I will say that's what I was paying. But I am a freelance artist, so when you're paying freelance, another whole story. You have to go in the market independently, not with a company. But let's just say I'm paying four hundred. Also, because that's just to get healthcare. Okay. That doesn't get you so, any. Let's say I break my arm. That that money was not helping. To, so even that four hundred pound. Hold on, that four hundred pound. What's the so? What's the bare minimum that you're getting with it? Nothing. You get nothing. You get healthcare with that. But if anything happens to me, you have this thing called your deductible, which is a number they give you, and it's you have to pay this much money 
towards whatever ailment that happened, whatever injury you had before they pay anything. Okay. So my 400 a month is not going towards that number. So let's say I pay 400 a month. My deductible is $8,000. That means I pay 400 a month to get this plan. Yeah. I break my leg. It costs me three $4,000. I have to pay all of that myself. I then, I don't know, <laughs> get an illness and I'm yeah, in hospital yeah. forever. It costs another 4000 Now I'm at my 8000 number. Now, whenever something happens, they pay for it, okay? So I've just paid $8,000, and now they're going to start helping, yeah, right? right. Yeah, and that right. number resets every year. So at the end of the year, your number goes back to zero, and you have to start adding up on that kitty every year, throughout the year. That, is, that was a, like a general idea of how yeah, it works. Okay. That's not taking into account. I know. So when you're saying you're paying a lot of tax over here, okay, you are, but... I'm it's essentially not, paying. I'm essentially. I'm essentially paying thing. tax over there on my. But here's the thing that other people would push back on. Your wealthy friends would push back on is that they have an amazing healthcare plan. They don't pay that month to month. They have a, whatever. Um, they don't pay that much a month, and they their deductible is zero. Great, good for them. I'm just saying the average person. The average person. It has. Well, yeah, they struggle at the bottom we, with this terrible yeah. system. There is systems in place like Medicare, Medicaid. If anyone knows what that is, it's basically at the bottom for people who have nothing. They do have some sort of plan, but it's also terrible. Anyway, that's to say, moving back here, this feeling, and it's not even. It's a mentality that happens when you're living in America, is that you connect health with money. If I feel like I have a bad knee and something something feels oh, wow, yeah, wrong yeah. in it. I, I am thinking to myself, I, I don't yeah, want to go yeah. to the hospital. It's going to cost me $4,000. That's not a lot of money over there for healthcare. I'm thinking to myself, I'll be fine. I'll put it off. I'll put it off. And you're constantly putting your health away. You'll be, I'll be fine. It'll be fine. Whereas in Scotland and the worse, UK, worse, it's the complete worse, opposite. Yeah. The mentality is if you have any little thing, go and get it checked out soon. Get it checked early before it gets bad. Yeah. Then it's almost preventative rather than in America yeah. they want you in the hospital for two weeks because they yeah, charge you a fortune. Overseas. In the UK it's a strain on the NHS. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it's a strain on the NHS to have you in the hospital, so they don't want you there. They want to fix it before it gets bad. But this is the correct attitude. That's the way you should do healthcare, not connecting it. And then that's not even talking about connecting it through employment. If you lose your job, you now have no healthcare because your your healthcare is provided by your work. So, so can you not get a separate? Again, I don't really know too much about mm-hmm. the healthcare in in uh, mm-hmm. America could you not get like a, like a separate insurance policy or not without that would, mm-hmm. something that will protect you if anything was to happen to you or can you only get like healthcare through means of employment so means of employment it would mean that your plan would be a lot better because your company is essentially let's saying we have 200 200 yeah, staff yeah. they're going to the insurance company saying give us a good deal we've got all the staff whatever my situation, what I described to you with the 400 a month and the 8,000 deductible is because I was doing freelance animation, not with the company, just a freelance artist. Okay. I have to provide my own healthcare and I'm going to the insurance company saying I'm one guy. They're just giving me face yeah, value rate. They're not giving me a deal. That's why mine was bad. Admittedly, it was bad, but that's very common to have this. And that's if you've got it at all. Most people can't afford it. Imagine you were a struggling single mom with a, with a low, uh, minimum wage job. Somewhere like McDonald's is not giving you healthcare. They're not providing that. You're probably going to skip out on that 400 a month. It's an option. Technically, it's an option. You're probably just going to say, I don't need healthcare. Fine. Then you, your appendix bursts. Average cost for that was about $85,000 to have your appendix yeah, yeah. in hospital for a week, probably yeah. $85,000 is roughly what you pay for that. Imagine that's just life crippling debt forever because of this. This is all very morbid and sad and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I'm just saying yeah, I it's guess, not all roses yeah, over no, there. No, yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I think again, you've, you've lived that. Yes. You've lived the, the frustrations of, of obviously being yeah. in, in a healthcare system that is spoken about across the world. 
Yeah. To be fair, we have our frustration. Of yeah. course. I mean, and for ninety-five percent of cases, the NHS is perfect for it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Most exactly. of the time, okay, you wait maybe an hour or two yeah. in the emergency. You get seen. When I um, hurt my leg, mm-hmm. two hours. Well, one hour in the emergency, got a scan, everything else, got the crutches. I was out, Just went home. and I didn't have to think about the cost or anything like that. Mm. But sometimes some people have like very acute kind of illness or condition where mm. the nhs can't do a deal with their mm. drug manufacturers or because not a lot of people experience yeah. that yeah it's not available in yep. the chest and it's yep. still but we do still have neither's perfect we do still have still got a private healthcare. system exactly yeah, yeah. That's yeah, so I think and it's cheaper in private. yeah i think the what i'm probably getting from luke is that in terms of obviously for the average person yes that's where then, i'm more coming yeah, from yeah right? of course in terms of from the average person which which that's what this uh, podcast is all about that's what that's humble. what we are. Stay humble. humble, yeah. But then I would also say, let's flip it. <laughs> hold let's... on, hold on, hold on. In terms of for the average person, you probably say the UK, yeah, by far. There's a safety net. The UK There's by a far. Net in the, UK. the safety net. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but let's flip it because I do think America is also can be a great place to live. So I was talking about this with a friend the yeah. other day. So the, the, okay, so now let's let's move to the general life experience. Okay. Because mm-hmm. yeah, this is what I was talking to a friend the other day about like I was trying to summarize what it is about America that is this, like, there is, some, to, there is something hard. about it. There's a pool. There is something it's about hard. it that is, like, what is it about America that is, like, like, uh, the best I was doing was, like, things, like, because you have these crazy billionaire ca- capitalism on steroids, like I said, you do tend to have, like, first to market for everything. You do tend to have, like, people are experimental yeah. with new technology, blah, blah, blah. And that does sort of, like, I hate the term trickle down because it's got bad connotations, but trickle down to the consumer. Okay. And you tend to be the one that gets to, as an average consumer, yeah. will, um, experience maybe these things mm-hmm. for the first time. And, like, you get to, you and almost get, you're in the playground of these yeah. billionaires. So do, you get to experience do, it a little bit. Do you know bit. what I think also from afar? I think because it's so much, I, okay, you say... Capitalism on steroids. I say like dog eat dog. A lot of people is imagine kind of a, a right. You put a right in a corner. It will start kind of crawl on the wall, trying to dig mm. a hole in the wall. And I guess that kind of imagery of the U.S. where people are so innovative and find mm-hmm. kind of innovative ways, yeah. which then come to market because there's kind of there's a kind of a push to the corner or. You like yeah, yeah, back yeah, against yeah. the wall kind of Forced feel. To act. Yeah. I think hold on, let me let me comment on that one. I think to a certain extent, I think there's nothing wrong wrong with that. Not yeah. there in, is... in the sense of in the sense of I think one of the things that that's great about the UK, like you mentioned, is, is that safety net. I think to a certain extent, yeah, that mm-hmm. safety net is good. And I think myself and Will we've had this conversation yeah. time and time and again and then and I says yes that safety net is good but at the same time I still believe that safety net sometimes makes people, people can be, can, makes people lazy people makes people lazy but whereas yeah. I think when I think about America in terms of lifestyle where you don't have if you don't have that safety net you're, you you need to go for it yeah you, you yeah. need to go for sure. it and, right, and, right. And, and, and that's where the innovation yeah, comes from. yeah and when you yeah. go right, for it right, and right. then obviously they say in life when you live out, out your comfort zone mm-hmm. that's when you're more likely to achieve what you want to achieve and I think Going back to the lifestyle, where almost feels as if everything is just bigger. That's yeah, true. So that's that's true too. And, and, and that I, is true. That is so not. A, the, that's the, not the illusion. The first time like, I went to the uh-huh. US, because before that I went, I was I went to four days in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe how big everything was from the roads. Yeah, the roads and the, the cars, cars. I know. There's the I was two like, 
And the houses, honestly, the, the houses. Food, yeah. I was blown away. That's true. No, no, that yeah. that, that is true. I mean, I, I, yeah, it, coming over, I mean, coming back here after six years, I was living over there. That was yeah. it's always a cultural shock when you were driving around these tiny wee like <laughs> villages and winding through these narrow yeah. roads in our little yeah. like Clio yeah. or something like nothing when you're in america is like seven lane highways with uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, with SUV, everyone has an suv like yeah yeah they definitely scale is i mean they also just have it makes sense the country's bigger it's more space. And i think as well hold on i think as well again i've just uh i traveled the u.s recently went to san francisco mm-hmm. went to la in maryland dc and, and so on and i think you just get more for your money Again, okay. I could be wrong, but while it's I was there, I true, felt yeah. I felt as if you get more for your money because yeah. in terms of obviously houses, you can get let's say right. a two, three, four hundred thousand yeah, right. dollar house or pound house, and you're you're buying an absolute. Wait, tell me what you think uh, in it like, Connecticut on or New, exactly yeah, Connecticut yeah, yeah. or New York area, like five hundred thousand would get you dollars. Uh, knowing it's New York, I'll probably say maybe two bedrooms. Uh, you wouldn't even get a flat in five hundred thousand. Yeah, to be fair, that's damn. That's a shout. London is going that way. To be fair, yeah, yeah. L- London is kind of like that, but but you're right. To be fair, you're right because when I was in San Francisco, obviously just traveling and so on, and I saw what a ten million dollar house looks like, and in my head, I I think I sent it to Will. I was like, Will, this house is like this house is smaller than yours. <laughs> <laughs> that's true because I felt like the house is small. So here's here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. We Taylor and I were both earning an American like New York salary for se- six years. So coming over here, where like we've already said, like yeah, the numbers are higher, but the rent's higher. But coming over here, where the now the rent's cheap, and but we've still got savings for America. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, you feel like they. I look at the housing prices here, and I'm like, they're so cheap. To get like a hundred and fifty thousand yeah. gets you like a house. Like you can yeah, get a, a decent house. size, yeah, yeah, decent size house. Really yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. You can get you can go up to like two fifty three. You've got this. Yeah, so got, the, it's almost funny that you're saying you get more of your money. I think you're probably right if you're staying in one place and earning yeah, there. But yeah. if you jump back and forth, you could, I don't know. It's, it was I think to be fair, like when I've always thought about living in America, I've always said, yeah, cool. I might not want to live there for a long, long time. But mm-hmm. I think just two or three years, four years. And mm-hmm. then. Well, that's what, honestly, if we're talking about that, I mean, that's what we've said about coming back here. It's like, I almost want to be reminded of why I liked America because I want to come back here and and experience Scottish culture and in a way if yeah. we are able to like remember oh you know what that was good in America I miss this miss this so that if we do go back one day yeah. I'm not bitter yeah. about it I'm not just talking yeah, about course. all these yeah, things no. are wrong with it everyone knows that it's just like everyone yeah, complains yeah, here yeah, about yeah, yeah. wherever you live people complain about it and it's so before it's been a very good discussion so far and we've gone on for longer than oh. normal, <laughs> normal episode so <laughs> before we wrap up then any kind of last minute pointers in terms in, on the topic smart you go first yeah i'll probably say again is i'm just talking from my personal experience if you do get if if you're listening to this and you're you're from the uk if you get a chance to do the the college life in america mm-hmm. take it don't don't hesitate don't just yeah just just absolutely absolutely take it because because what i'll just say is that worst case scenario you can always come back However, if you don't take it, then you'll be missing out on a certain experience. Yeah, you'll be be missing out. And I say that to uh, because obviously you get a lot of people who who play football, professional football, and then when they get released, they don't know what to do. And Mm -hmm. and that's one of the first things I say to them: Why don't you just consider going to America, change the scenery, two or three years, maybe four years, if you're if you're doing 
a master's. Yeah, a, a four-year degree or whatever. Just take it. So that's one thing I was saying. Then after that, you can then decide if you want to stay or mm-hmm. or um or come back. But definitely don't just obviously stay in Scotland or stay mm-hmm. or stay within the UK and say, mm-hmm. um, I'll just do what I'm doing over here. Yeah, it's it's a completely different collegiate life. Ian Luke, my final would be coming down hard on America. I know, but I felt I had a great time in America. I had six years there, it was great. My point was always just to do with the, the general sweeping statements across like um, overall quality for everyone. But I, America is a great place to live. You get a chance to go over there. If you've yeah. got a bit of money and you're, you feel like it's, um, it, you want to go for it, like even what you're saying, your experience over there was like, you loved it. It was incredible. I even talk highly of mine. And I think it's more a point of wherever you live. Like we're saying everyone here complains about Scottish stuff. And so it's wherever you yeah. live, you yeah, start to see the holes in it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. start to see the holes, you start to see the problems and it takes you leaving to appreciate what you had. And I yeah. feel like that's what I'm trying to do now is like get away from Scotland for a bit enjoy scotland and appreciate what i did have over there i would say for me going off of what you say i I would encourage anybody living in the u.s to to go outside the u.s that i want to i want to double that yeah because leave their country so overly proud and so (laughs) overconfident they think the best thing is that the u.s is the bee's knees Mm -hmm. and i've been to many places to know that like, wait I've just let yeah, one it. traveling really opens it does. your mind yeah it does, it does, wait, it does. just one final anecdote to end on I was getting my haircut just before I left in America and a guy sat down next to me not he was getting his haircut too and the, my barber was asking about like oh what are you doing here and blah 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 and I was saying I'm leaving next week no actually sorry that was butchered this whole thing yeah. I said I'm, <laughs> I, I was complaining about something in America and then the guy next to me was annoyed that I was complaining about America, which people do. Oh, wow. And he said, if you hate it, everyone says this, if you hate it, just leave. And I said, I'm leaving next week. <laughs> it was the best. It was the one time I could say, like, yes. I am. Yeah. And he was like, why are you leaving? I said, for everything, every reason I just said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway. Cool. Thank you very much. Thanks, humble boys. So it's been a great discussion. Any, guys, any um, topics you may have in mind, send us an email. Tweet us at humbleboys. We actually got a Twitter, but we never tweet anything. <laughs> it's Humble Talk Podcast on Twitter. Uh, uh, um, I apologize. I'm switched off from social media. We we do this because we actually enjoy it. That's part of the process. But send any an email, humbletalk at g, humble talk podcast at gmail. Any suggestions? Hope Apple, show notes, uh, Apple um, Podcast, give us a review and any anything else smart no just uh give us a review let us know um what you think of the discussion if you've enjoyed it if you've even if you've not enjoyed it still still let us know anyway and uh if you've got any topics or ideas to potentially speak about then of course uh the the email address would be in the show notes so until then peace out thank you very much luke much appreciated stay humble stay humble